Yeah, 17 minutes before 8 p.m. It's our headline segment here on Metro FM Talk. Tonight we uh, check in with the latest nine public sector trade unions today saying they are going to be embarking on an indefinite strike to force the government to raise last year's uh, negotiated wage increment. And uh, the union saying they would not attend the start of this year's wage talks with the government uh, where the government had hoped uh, that uh, these would kick off at the PSCBC yesterday or sorry, tomorrow. And the unions are saying, well, uh, the government has nothing really to offer them. December Mavuso uh, is the Deputy General Secretary of Nehau and joins me now on the line. Segalano Pala, good evening to you and welcome. Yes, good evening and good evening to the listeners. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, yeah, you are going out on an indefinite strike. Uh, what does that mean? You know, whenever I hear indefinite, sometimes it's a bit unclear to me. Indefinite strike, what does that mean? <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, that is the Well, in strike means that uh, we, we it's a withdrawal of uh, our labor until our demands are met. Mm. So, That's so until means. until you are not, it's, it's a rolling mass action. We, we, remember, uh, our program of action started uh, last year. Um, we had uh, a demonstration tickets. In workplaces uh, from August uh, in November, with the the big uh, march in Pretoria uh, Treasury, where we submitted the memorandum, it was followed by a march in Cape Town on the 9th of December, where again a memorandum was uh, was presented. So workers are calling for an action, a decisive action. They're calling for a strike action. Um, so, hence, we are now called upon to serve the seven days notice for an indefinite uh, strike. So, it's mm. not stop and go anymore. I see. Okay. All right. No, I mean, I, I guess the reason why I ask that is because, um, you know, in many ways, the timing of the action uh, precedes the resumption of the PSCBC uh, tomorrow. Um, it also comes probably a week or so before the budget speech, which uh, would certainly have had a bearing on the ability of the government or the employer in this case to meet your demand or not. Um, what is your expectation, I guess, then, of the budget coming next week if you are going on an indefinite strike now and where, I guess, the finance minister might be giving some signals as to the path of public sector wages uh, in that budget speech? Well, our expectation is that in whatever the minister is going to say or do, which is also wrong for him to go in Parliament and talk about uh, the process that should be discussed and considered at the PSCPC, we expect that they come back to the PSCPC to resolve the dispute because the dispute remains unresolved. Remember what they did last year. They unilaterally implemented the percent enforced 3% workers. Now, to us, that is unacceptable. We're not going to accept that uh, because it's it's setting a very wrong precedent. Uh, The process tomorrow, there's no logical basis to proceed as far as we are concerned with that process as long as we've not got 2032. We may see the repeat of what they did uh, if we allow uh, 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 them to, to, to proceed or to coerce us to proceed and open a new bargaining cycle when we have not closed properly the, 
2022. In fact, it's not just 2022. If you remember, in 2020, um, they decided not to implement the last leg of resolution one of 2018. Uh, in 2021, they offered workers a graduate, a tip. Uh, which they now say they are going to take away mm. from the 1st of April. So so the tip was only right through to 1st of April and you must accept a 3% beyond 1st of April? That, that's what government is, is expecting us to do. Mm. Uh, but, but what they're wrong about regarding the tip is that the government to one would give back to the tip. It, there's a provision that says the graduate fall away upon considering a new agreement, mm. which was anticipated that last year we're going to enter to a new agreement, which was going to then replace the graduate. Actually, for them, they didn't think this thing through uh, uh, properly, and uh, they, by going ahead and unilaterally implementing this, this thing, because provision legally. Ah, hold the line there for us for a second. It seems the low-chatting gremlins are not with us tonight. So let's hold the line and take a quick spot break. And then when we come back, I hope I have you on a much better line. Ten minutes it is before 8 p.m. You tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the Mighty Metro. In our headline segment tonight, uh, we check in with uh, the looming indefinite strike by nine public sector trade unions on the eve of the resumption of talks at the Public Sector Coordinating Bargaining Council. And I'm joined on the line to talk about this by December Mavuso, uh, Deputy General Secretary out at Nehau. Sagalano Bala, I hope we have you on a much better line. Yeah, uh, I, hope, I hope you get in. Yes, I can hear you now. So we lost you towards the tail end there. So maybe just conclude the point you were making. No, I, I was explaining that uh, we, the reason we go, we're not going to uh, join the negotiations tomorrow is because for us there's no logical basis uh, to, to do that. Given the track record of the employer I was explaining from 2020 up to last year when they decided unilaterally implemented the three percent. Mm. Um now we we have allowed this thing to happen since twenty twenty, twenty twenty one, twenty two. It can't continue like this. They can just steamroll the bargaining process. They can just uh, redefine how bargaining should happen in the public service uh, for the first time uh, that employer wants to table and offer to workers when workers have not consolidated and put their demands before the employer. Mm. That's never happened. Mm. Mm. What are they responding to? Yo. So so now, I mean, well, yes, you mentioned an indefinite strike, but um, I guess the nature of a strike is that it has to be disruptive enough uh, to be able to bring the other party, in this case the employer, back to the table. And uh, you are suggesting just by your last remark there that the employer has come to the table already with a very clear position and disposition, contrary to how the bargaining ought to have happened. So what are you going to do in the strike that uh, will bring the employer to the party? We expect workers to, to defend collective bargaining. Um, our 
employers will have to decide what is good for workers going forward. Uh, something that uh, really good of our constitution, the convention. So workers should come out in their number seven. All of them, they are affected. And we, we, we're really hoping that they, they will respond to this call. Uh, so far, we're confident that they can impact. Ah, no, Pala, I lost you there. Please, if you can just give us that response again. We are coming out in their numbers with the mobilization we started last year with the build-up activities. We think we're ready. We think we will make an impact during the strike to force the employer to the table to this panel. It is not about the three percent or the seven percent that we is also about the of the bargaining and the collective bargaining institutions, which about the part of the of the country of the but of more importantly their own conversations of collective bargaining. And then maybe just the last one on, on my end, because we're battling with your line, unfortunately, Sagala Nopala. But, um, uh, I mean, for many members of the public who are listening to us, the implication of this indefinite strike. I mean, many of your members, uh, you know, Nisebenza, Quindao, Eziza, Nengon, Zebanduin. I mean, what, what, what um, implication will this particular action have on that? Well, we're well aware of that. Um, and that's why... We're also communicating to the public. We'll be meeting uh, uh, community organizations, uh, different structures to explain our position to them, including the right of the public service. Remember that the public servants, our daily work, uh, contributes to the betterment of uh, the people. Uh, if the public service is not defended, uh, as I'm saying, it's not narrowly just about the salary increase. It's also about defending the public service because part of what is happening is that public servants, um, uh, there's, there's, when they are resigning, they are not replaced. There's high vacancy rate. In, uh, currently, in terms of the official figures of the DPSA, there's 165,000 vacancies in the public service. Mm. You know, which really uh, 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 creates problem in terms of service delivery. So the public needs to understand that that is not just narrowly about our own uh, 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 conditions of service, uh, but it's also about the capacity of the public service to deliver the service mm. uh, that are required by our public. Yeah. Yeah, for this evening and I certainly wish we had a better line because there's a few other matters that I would have liked us to traverse but uh, we'll have to leave it here for tonight thank you very much Ah, uh, battling there on that score but uh, yeah I'd love to hear your thoughts and so far as what you make of uh, that particular process which uh, might lead or without shadow of a doubt will lead to a logjam out at the Public Sector Coordinating Bargaining Council